The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So every month in the Wayne Dyer Wisdom community, we have a live gathering. And this month I was talking about Dr. Wayne Dyer's 10 secrets for success and inner peace. I wanted to share this recording with you on the podcast. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, come and join us. And you can learn more about that at www.nadiadelacruz.com. I hope you enjoy it. Love to you all. Welcome, welcome to everybody who can join me for the live monthly gathering for the Wayne Dyer Wisdom Community. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I am a Wayne Dyer super fan. Um, I've been following Dr. Wayne Dyer since the 90s when I was a teenager, and he has had such an incredible impact on my life. Um, he has been the brightest guiding light on my spiritual journey. And when he died in 2015, I wanted to keep his messages circulating. I wanted to connect with other people who loved him and his teachings like I did. And I started this group. Um, It's been more than five years now. Actually, on the fifth anniversary of his passing, I made um, this painting that you'll see behind me, a little portrait of Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, that was significant for me. It would have been, um, he would have been 80 uh, last year. And um, I remember him talking about how he had a picture of Lao Tzu on his wall. And when he was studying the Tao Te Ching, he would talk to that picture and he would say, you know, Lao Tzu, what did you mean by this verse? Um, Because he wanted to teach it to us and he wanted to make it current and relevant. And I thought about this when I put this um, on my wall in my sacred space here, my sacred office, that it almost makes it a little bit easier to connect with him, to connect with um, the meaning behind the messages that he left for us. So today I wanted to go over Dr. Wayne Dyer's um, 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. And this is a really special book. Um, I have an old 
um, copy of it here. Uh, this is the new printing and I wasn't sure I would like it. I usually like the old ones, but it's beautiful. It's a, it's a small book. It's a hardbound, but it has like this beautiful um, like mandala line art that's kind of mixed in. I don't know if you can see it. I'm not finding a good example here. Um, but it's a great book and I'm actually working on a video series. So I'm going to be putting out a video series on Dr. Wayne Dyer's 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. But it's so good that I thought this month, let's talk about it. Let's give you an introduction. If you haven't already read this book, give you an introduction to what those 10 secrets are and just say a few words about each one. And if, if, if you're interested in this, you can get the book. Um, keep an eye out for my video series. I don't know exactly when I'm, um, it's a new venture for me, so I don't know exactly when that's gonna be ready, but it will be on my YouTube channel. And all the videos for this group go on my YouTube channel. So I will put a link in the comments um, so that you can find it, and I hope that you'll follow me. All right, so where to start? Um, first of all, welcome to everybody who can make it today. Welcome to everybody who is watching the live replay. If you're able to join us, you know, say hello. Um, tell us where you're from. Have you read this book before? Do you have a favorite Dr. Wayne Dyer book? Um, let us know and, and let's get talking. All right. So at the time that Dr. Wayne Dyer wrote this book, it was published in 2001. His children were kind of just starting to make their way out into the world. I think his youngest was maybe 11 and his oldest was 20s or 30s. Um, I'll have to look that up. But he was also being asked to speak at a number of graduation and different ceremonies to kind of share his wisdom. And so he was inspired to put that wisdom into a single book that he could pass down to his children as a sort of handbook for life. So I feel like, gosh, isn't there a lot of love in that, that this is what he wanted his children to know. This is what he wanted to pass down to his own eight kids about how to be happy and how to have success in their life and how to, um, you know, really live to the fullest. And it's not about nose to the grindstone or, um, you know, how to work harder. It's about how to get more fulfillment out of life. And I, and I love that. Um, Melissa, thank you for joining. Oh, thank you for coming to the YouTube channel. I will definitely pop a link, um, down there. I'm, I'm kind of just getting that YouTube channel up and running, but I wanted to have an easy place for um, for you guys to find all the videos that I'm making. Both the live videos in this group will be there and all of the, um, the teaching videos about Dr. Wayne Dyer's books and his life and all of that. And of course, you can check out the podcast, um, NadiaDelacruz.com. I have a a new episode that came out a week ago and another one coming up. There will be more and more. I hope you guys love it. Um, Kevin says he has not read the book. Well, you're in for a treat today. I think there's some good stuff here. Beverly, welcome. She's new to the 10 secrets as well. All right. So in the introduction, Dr. Wayne Dyer says, 
The 10 secrets in this book are what I talk or write about when I have the opportunity to speak to young people. However, they're valuable for anyone who has decided to consciously be on their life path. Each of us makes that choice depending on our individual time clock. For some, it's early in young adulthood, and for others, it happens in the middle or mature years. The secrets apply whether you're just beginning your life path, are nearing the end of it, or are on the path in any way. So the first secret, dun dun dun, have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. Mm, open to everything and attached to nothing. This is one that I think we heard him say a lot um, in all of his talks. And it's a big one because being open-minded is so key. And he said, you know, instead of being afraid of something, shift that to being curious. Like take something that you're afraid of, say the coronavirus. Ooh, that's a tough one. What if you were curious about it? What if you were curious about the impact of that? It just shifts it a little bit, a little bit so that you're not underneath it, that you can look at it in the eye, right? Undue conditioning. We have layers and layers and layers of conditioning from our lives, from our parents, from our schooling, from our churches, from our community, our culture, everything that you can't really separate who you are from the environment that you're in and from the people that you have in your life or that you had in your life when you were young, especially. And it's important to examine that. I think psychology um, has gone pretty deep. Um, on that thread, but looking at, you know, where are these thoughts coming from? Where are these core beliefs coming from? And do they still apply? Does it still feel right to me? And that loosens that loosens that conditioning a little bit so that you can be open to more things and expect miracles, you know? It's so easy to fall into disaster thinking and expect the worst. But you could spend that same energy, that same time, those same thoughts, if you shifted it into, what if the best happened, right? And when you take a little time to daydream about what you really want, what would be the best possible outcome that you could come up with? Not only do you feel better, but it's more likely for that to happen. And as we know, what you think about expands. So what are you focusing on? You know, and, and that's going to show you where you're headed. That's going to show you how you're going to feel because um, our thoughts become our feelings, right? And our, and our feelings um, dictate our life. We, we do so many sort of unconscious acts by following our feelings. And that's okay. That's totally human. But if those actions, if those feelings aren't working for you, take a look and see if you can change it. Hello, Renee. Hello, Judith. Thank you for joining us today. All right. Secret number two, don't die with your music still in you. Ah, yes. This is probably one of the most passed along quotes ever from Dr. Wayne Dyer. And it's something that I think about a lot. It's something that was going through my mind sort of on a loop after my dad died that it, I felt like there was this message coming to me that you know, we have something to be here for, that we each have our own dharma, that there's a lot here for us. And Wayne Dyer used to say, nobody dies before it's their time. But we have a lot of choices. So he advises us to listen to your heart, express your creativity, take risks, and find your passion. And 
wasn't he a great example of that? Didn't he live by his passion? And boy, not everybody agreed with him. Oh, he had a lot of critics. Yeah, a lot of people challenging this because, um, you know, people defend their limits. And he was a no limit person. He wanted to teach us that we could all be no limit people. And so, yeah, that wasn't an easy road, right? Um, he was kind of out there more or less on his own. And I admire him for that so much. So what did you come here for? And it doesn't have to be some big job. You don't have to be famous. It doesn't have to be some grand thing. He also said your purpose is joy. How can you express love? That all you have in this life is what you can give away. You come with nothing, you leave with nothing. All that you have to give away is you, is this life. Who you are is a gift. And when you share that with authenticity, you're sharing that gift. And I think we came here to give love and receive love because um, you can't give away what you don't have. <laughs> Which is number three. Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, totally wasn't even planned. Number three, you can't give away what you don't have. Your thoughts create your reality. You know, self-love is really important. You have to have... Um, you have to open your heart to a sense of worthiness. You are important. I'm going to say that again. You are important. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. It doesn't matter what material possessions you have. It doesn't matter what money you make or what title you have. That's all ego. That's all ego. And what other people think of you is none of your business. You have to open yourself to this feeling of worthiness so that you can receive love because you are a spiritual being that resides in an infinite sea of love. But you will only receive that which you open to, that which you let in. So open your heart more. Do a morning meditation. Do an evening meditation. Practice opening your heart to receiving divine love and you will have so much more to give away. You know, cultivate wellness in your life. Care about yourself enough to take really good care of this body that you're in. To honor your preferences, your choices, your loves, your passions. Um, and that purpose comes from serving. Again, giving it away. Now, I've got a quote in here for this. Number three. Ooh, this is about the orange. <laughs> you might remember this one. When someone squeezes you, in some way puts pressure on you or says something unflattering or critical and out of you comes anger, hatred, bitterness, tension, depression, or anxiety, it's because that is what's inside. The irony is that you can't give away what you don't have because you're always giving away what you do have. If you want to move into the realm of purpose by giving and serving others, ask yourself, what do I have inside? And why have I chosen to store these kinds of energies in me to give to others? What's living inside of you and what's ready to be healed? You know, Ram Dass used to say, um, all I can do for you is work on myself and all you can do for me is work on yourself. That that healing, that self-reflection, that soul searching is our work. So that we can be a pure vessel for love, a hollow bone.
Mary, thank you for joining us. Gina, Eleanor. Um, yes, Mary says she likes the orange analogy. I do too. I, I kind of wish I had an orange with me right now. Um, I think the first time he he used that analogy was um, he just happened to have an orange and he brought it on stage and he talked about the little girl's reaction to that, which was so cute. All right, number four, embrace silence. Mm, silence. He said, um, silence is where God is. And he talked about meditation as being um, making conscious contact with God. I love that. That's so poignant. He has this book called Getting in the Gap, and he talks about a meditation. Um, my favorite meditation with Dr. Wayne Dyer is his Meditations for Manifesting. And he has the awe and ohm meditation. It's the morning and the evening. Um, and the awe is for manifesting and, and the ohm is for this, this gratitude at the end of the day. And they have affirmations in both of them. And I just love it. I've been using that meditation for, I don't even know how many years, many, many years. And um, I just still love it. Um, it helps bring me into alignment. And when I saw him in Maui and he did a meditation in the group, um, boy, I felt it. It was like he was, he was studying the Tao at the time. He was talking about um, change your thoughts, change your life, living the wisdom of the Tao. And he had been doing a daily meditation practice. And it's like he could get into that space, like that, that theta zone um, so quickly. And um, he's leading us. And it's like the whole energy in the room changed. And I'll never forget that feeling. And, you know, he just demonstrated what is possible. Any one of us can do that. It's not because he was Wayne Dyer. It's because he connected. And you can connect too. So embrace silence. Um, start a meditation practice if you don't have one. And that when you do these things, it impacts everyone around you. Um, silence is where manifesting occurs. So keep your potential miracles in the treasured silence that you embrace as often as possible. You can rely upon it and enjoy basking in the serenity and inner peace that silence and meditation always bring. Mm. Doesn't that make you want to meditate? I think I'm going to end this video and med meditate right now. No, no, no. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> I'm not leaving you guys. Don't worry. We're not done yet. Um, number five. Hey, we're almost halfway through. Give up your personal history. Hmm. Uh, the wake of your life is nothing but a trail that's left behind you. He's got a great quote on this. I think about that one a lot too. Um, but you know, we tell ourselves stories all the time. And the stories that we tell ourselves about our own life are probably the most significant because it impacts how you see yourself. It impacts what you attempt, what you're willing to try, what you think you're good at, what you think you're bad at, what you think is possible for you. And that changes how you interact with others. It changes how you talk to yourself, all the decisions that you make. And I think one of the earliest things that Dr. Wayne Dyer was trying to teach is that you can change these stories that you tell about yourself, that your mother doesn't all of a sudden have to become um, <laughs> an angel asking you for forgiveness and making amends in order for you to feel good. 
And the people that you feel have wronged you don't have to change in order for you to feel good. You can have had a really crappy childhood. Wayne went through his own challenges in an orphanage. And you can still feel good. You can still have a great life. You can still be a happy, fulfilled uh, person who expresses themselves. Um, you know, live out your dharma, express your passion. And I mean, isn't that what your soul would want? I can't imagine that we took life here on earth, which I believe we did um, fully intentionally. I can't believe that we would come to have a human life to play it small. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Do you? I think we wanted to participate. I think we wanted to know what it felt like. I think we wanted to try our hand at things. And he says, you know, you must be like what you came from. And you came from source. And your source is benevolent, divine, and always creating. So are you. And if you're not, it doesn't feel right. It's like there's an energy block. So heal what needs to be healed. And you can let more of that flow through you. And not only will it feel great and improve your life, but it will change the lives of those around you as well. Um, Magnus said, Dr. Dyer always said it is silence between the notes that makes the music. Yes. Thank you for that reminder. Yeah. I mean, you can't have music if it was constant sound. Um, it's the same if you've, if you've studied art, um, that the negative space in a drawing or a painting or anything that you're creating, which is that blank space is just as critical, maybe more so than what's actually been drawn because you can't have one without the other. David says he's enjoying this. Thank you. I'm very happy to hear that. Oh, I'm so looking forward to making this into a video series. We're really going to go in depth with each of these um, 10 teachings. I'm going to do 10 videos and um, new project for me, but I hope you guys love it. Um, it's a, this is a powerful book, and I thought that each one deserves some extra special time. Um, and I, you know, I just have such a passion um, for Dr. Wayne Dyer and his teachings that if I can serve, if I can help you to receive these teachings that don't just come from him, they come from ancient wisdom from thousands of years ago. You know, th these are truths of the universe that have been passed down. And if I can do my small part to help keep this information circulating, then I'm living my purpose. So thank you for helping me live my purpose. All right. Number six, you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. Ooh, that's a tough one. I think there's an um, Albert Einstein quote 
that's been going around. Although he's credited with a lot of things, so I'm not even sure if he said it, but it was, um, you know, the, the most important decision you have is whether you live in a friendly or a hostile universe. And that, you know, whatever you believe is what you're going to find, because that's what that's what you're looking for. And, um, you know, it's like the the frame of mind that we're in, the thought patterns that we're having that create a problem, that perceive a problem, um, you can't fix a problem from that same space. Um, and often it's better to step away from it and come back with fresh eyes or do a meditation or take a nap or, or sleep on it, you know, because if you can come back in a different space, if you can reconnect to your higher self, if you can connect to divine wisdom, divine love, that's going to help you see things differently because maybe you don't need to go through the mountain. Maybe you can go around the mountain or over the mountain. Right? There's more than one way to fix something. And sometimes it doesn't even need to be fixed. <laughs> sometimes it just needs to be walked away from or give it time and it'll sort itself out. You know, I think we tend to feel like we have to um, fix everything and make everything right. And if we see something wrong, oh, we have to change that. But sometimes it's better just to observe. Yeah, that's wisdom. That's patience. Um, he would tell us that there's a spiritual solution for everything. He had a book by the same name. And that it's about being connected to everything and connected to your source and not feeling separate. And that separation is a product of the ego. That we really are all one. Everything that you want, you are connected to already. And so it's that sense of connection. So don't, like, if you're really stressed out, if you're really mad, if you're really frustrated about something, don't just try to plow your way through it to fix it. You know, get yourself in a better space and then you'll find it a better way. I can almost guarantee it. Almost. I'm not putting money on it though. All right. There are no justified resent resentments. Okay. This is what he talked about seeing on a sign in an AA meeting. Um, I know uh, one of his kids had some issues with substance abuse, and I think he um, joined some of those AA meetings, but he was really impressed with the model that AA used. Um, and uh, I remember him talking about that. I'm going to read you a quote from the book here. You hear people say this all the time. I have a right to be upset because of the way I've been treated. I have a right to be angry, hurt, depressed, sad, and resentful. Learning to avoid this kind of thinking is one of my top 10 secrets for living a life of inner peace, success, and happiness. Anytime you're filled with resentment, you're turning the controls of your emotional life over to others to manipulate. Take responsibility for everything that happens to you in your life. Even if your conscious mind thinks that I didn't do this, this isn't my fault, this happened to me? What if on some level you chose everything that happened to you? Whether that was ultimately true or not, wouldn't you feel better? Wouldn't it put you in a position of power? Wouldn't you give yourself your power back if you said, okay, this happened that I didn't like. Somebody crashed into my car. I'm okay, but my car isn't. You know, what can I take from this? 
What blessings might be hiding in this? What's the lesson in this? Because I think there always is one. And you may not see it at first. But you shift your thinking. You know, don't blame everybody else for what happens. Because if you say, oh, it's my mother's fault. Oh, it's my boss's fault. Oh, it's because I have this crappy job. Oh, my spouse, he just doesn't listen to me, right? Then what do you do? How do you fix it? How do you improve that? You're stuck. Do you want to be stuck? Is it even really true that you're stuck? Because it's not. It's not true. You're never stuck. You always have choices. You are a divine spiritual being having a human experience. You're a miracle. You're a walking miracle. The fact that you're alive, that you're here at all, that this planet is here, all miracles. All miracles. It's amazing. And so these little things that trip us up, there's another way. But as long as you blame somebody else, then you have to wait for that person to change. Wayne Dyer talked about this in several of his books, right? Like, if it's your mother's fault that you are the way you are, then is it just going to be that way for the rest of your life? Do you want it to be that way for the rest of your life? Does everybody who experienced the same thing feel the same way, make the same choice? No, because there's a lot of choices. Everybody responds differently. There's a million examples. If you look at collectively, what we go through as humans, we go through so many of the same things, but everybody has a different experience. And there's so many reasons why that is. But I'm going to break it down to this. You're a divine being having a human experience. And you have choices. And there's more than one way out of whatever problem you think you're facing. If you take responsibility for the job that you have, for the relationship that you're in or not in, and you say, what am I grateful for? What can I do about this situation? What choices do I still have? What could I do differently? Or how could I think differently? You know, he used to say, you have two choices when you come up to something you don't like. Change the situation or change how you feel about it. Change how you think about it. When you change how you think, you change how you feel, right? So maybe you find something to be grateful for and that changes it. And you might start seeing opportunity where you thought there was none. Stop looking for occasions to be offended. Practice forgiveness. I know it's not easy. And yes, people may have genuinely done terrible, hurtful things to you. But don't give your power away. Take it back. Take it back today. Take responsibility for everything in your life and whatever you don't like. Make a change. You are that powerful. Number eight, treat yourself as if you already are what you'd like to be. I love it when he talked about thinking from the end um, that you imagine the feeling of your wish fulfilled. That was his secret for manifestation. Um, that it's not like, okay, let's say you want to lose weight and you say, oh, when I lose those 20 pounds, then I'm going to dress like this. Then I'm going to join that soccer team. Then I'm going to go to the park with my kids. Well, what if instead of waiting, what if you did those things now? How about when I write that book 
and I get on the bestseller list, then I'm going to travel. Then I'm going to start um, teaching. Then I'm going to, you know, what, buy a different house. Whatever it is, I bet you can do a lot of those things now. You don't have to wait. Um, treat yourself as if you already are what you'd like to be. What about if you're feeling sad or scared, as many people are, but you want to be happy and you want to feel free? What if you decided today, maybe when you wake up in the morning, what if you decided I'm happy and I am free? How would your day look different? Try it. Let me know. Follow inspiration. He said, inspiration is in spirit, which is what you are, your soul. Focus on what you want and raise your vibration. Number nine, treasure your divinity. You are not separate from God. You are God. God is in you. We are all one. We are all connected. There is nowhere that God is not. You're a miracle. Either everything in this life is a miracle or nothing is. And look at nature is so amazing. Nature is so amazing. The fact that there's life on this rock spinning and hurling through space. That you and I can connect live around the world on video. I think that's amazing, right? There are so many miracles. And you definitely are one. Don't focus on ego. Ego tells you you are what you have. You are what you do. You are what other people think of you. It's a lie. It's not true. Your love, your divine love, your being of light. We all are and we're all connected and we're in this together. Life is sacred. You are divine. If you started treating yourself that way, how would your life look different? Number 10. Wisdom is avoiding all thoughts that weaken you. I remember reading this a long time ago. And I thought, wow, wisdom. I never heard it explained that way. I thought wisdom was the accumulation of knowledge, experience. What if wisdom is avoiding all thoughts that, the, that weaken you? What if having a mind that is wise is one that's on your side? you listen to yourself talk is it on your side does it tell you every day you can do this you're amazing you've already done so much I believe in you people love you what you do is important and if that is your self-talk wonderful tell me your secret <laughs> because for the most part our inner dialogue is very critical why did you do that? You should have known better. Why did it take you so long to do that? Yeah, you finally finished it, but it took forever. Oh, other people are already doing this and they're doing it better. Who do you think you are to do this? Oh, why did I say that to that person? I, I, I should have said something different. I could have handled that better. For so many of us, that's what a lot of our self-talk is. And I don't know if you can actually eliminate that. Because I feel like it's the voice of the ego. 
And I think maybe it's always going to be with us. But you can choose not to listen to it. Don't believe everything you think. One of my favorite quotes. <laughs> because you are not your thoughts. You are the witness behind your thoughts. So be mindful of what you're thinking. Start to notice. Go into meditation and start to notice. Start to observe your thoughts. Become the observer. Identify with the observer instead of the thoughts themselves. Then you have choices. Empower yourself by thinking from the end. What do you want to happen? How do you want to feel? Who do you want to be? Act on that. He has a quote in here from William Shakespeare. There is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Mm. Our mind is always judging, 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 evaluating. I'm not sure why. It doesn't seem to serve us. It definitely doesn't make us happy. Just kind of chatter. Chatter of the mind. So yes, 10 secrets for success and inner peace. Thank you for joining me for this introduction. I'm excited to put um, each one of these more depth into a video series. So come to my YouTube channel and you will find it there as soon as it's ready. Um, I will also post links in the group. Thank you to everyone uh, for joining me today. Um, Emily says, love this. Namaste. Namaste, Emily. Um, Mary said, thank you. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Mary. Thank you everyone for joining. You know, this is an amazing community. I, I'm so proud of you guys. Like, Sometimes something controversial will, <laughs> will pop up in the group. And I am just honestly impressed with how many of you come in with love. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of stuff on Facebook that doesn't feel like love, that doesn't sound like love. And, um, but you guys are amazing. And uh, when you do see spam or someone who may have stumbled in that's not in the right place, report that to the admin and we will clean that up. This is a sacred space. And, and I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for being on this journey with me. I want to thank you for sharing the love for the late, great Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I will see you next month for our live. If there's anything that you would like me to talk about, um, or if you have any ideas for the podcast or you want to come on as a guest, send me a message. Um, NadiaDelaCruz.com is the website for the podcast. You can get all the details there and the links to listen. Um, Janice, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, I love you guys so much. And um, it's just an honor to be able to spend this time with you and connect in this way. So I will see you next month. Listen to the podcast and I'm going to get some great content on that YouTube channel. Um, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Love to you all. Namaste. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.